Hi, this is Rebecca. And this is Brandon. And we are a couple of theater nerds. Who enjoy movies. And talking about movies. So join us as we discuss the films that we have just seen. And we'll inevitably disagree on. Uh, Hallmark, that's okay. <laughs> this is the Drive Home Reviews Holiday Podcast. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot which intro we were doing. I thought, I I thought, are we doing the normal one? Or are we, what are we doing here? This is what happens when I work all day and then I do podcasting. Okay. I know. The uh, Someday, people just need to pay us to do the podcast. Well, you know, that's... Like, come that on, people. Nice. Get, get on it. Um, <laughs> anyways, so... We are doing the next in our in our Hallmark holiday series. Yep. Uh, focusing on the new to 2023 Hallmark movies. Um, if you are just joining us this time, we choose to uh, review these because I love Hallmark movies. I'm winning Brandon over to the sparkly side. Uh, little by little, like. Uh, over these next couple episodes, you'll find that I'm really won over and then kind of back to Midtown. <laughs> but, like, uh, I, well, I mean, so far I haven't seen anything, like, overtly offensive. Or, I don't like, know. Everything Christmas was pretty bad. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. or Christmas Everywhere. <laughs> and what, or every, everything Christmas. Yeah, that everything was... that Christmas was pre- all at once. That was pretty horrendous. Um, so, but... So this begins our world tour <laughs> because we... We are now, we're going to Germany. Yes, we are going to Germany this time. Uh, a Hindelberg Christmas? Hindelberg Christmas or Christmas. You know, I, I gotta say this is one of the things that I am having a problem with is that the names of these movies are so unremarkable. And, and they're so similar. Yeah. So. Like, I know that's a problem when you're pumping out 500 of these damn things. But still, it's like I there's think gotta it might be, be a some... Hindenburg holiday, something like that. Holiday in Hindenburg, something like that. Anyways, it's in Hindenburg. It's the yeah. only one based in Hindenburg, so <laughs> uh, you should be able to find it. Yes. Uh, and in this, uh, we meet our our protagonist pretty early on, um, Heidi. She is a. Uh, an aspiring artist, but her art is very specific. It's Christmas ornaments. Stained glass, or glass Christmas Yeah, not ornaments. even stained glass. Like, they're, like, hand-painted. Yeah. Like, and I'll, I'll get into that later. <laughs> so our hand-painted glass ornaments specifically focused on the 12 days of Christmas. Mm-hmm, they're like a set. And she is selling these. She has, at the last minute been chosen to serve as a replacement for the Christmas market in Hindenburg. Now, did you know about Christmas markets prior to this? No. I I, I mean, I I figured that there were things like that, but I didn't know they were such sought-after, you know, commodities. I, I, I just think, I just thought they were things that people set up and went to and, yes, you know, I didn't know that they, they were actually... <laughs> a, a, a big freaking deal. Well, I actually know uh, somebody, uh, some wonderful people who tr- love to travel in their retirement years, and they uh, are actually right now on a European tour of the Christmas market. Really? Yes. Okay. So um, it's pretty, um, pretty interesting. And so, like, I had looked into them at that point, and to, like, it, it sounds like 
heaven to me. Yeah. If I had an unlimited fund, you know, <laughs> if I had a, a bottomless wallet, <laughs> um, like I would adore going to all these gorgeous little Christmas markets where you have, you know, um, all kinds of Christmas crafts and and people and like food and yeah. like it would be wonderful. I think. Yeah, I mean there there is a. There is a charm that kind of comes from the idea. I will admit, I don't think I could spend more than maybe half a day at one of them. But I'm not, I'm not as big a shopper as you are. You are a very deliberate shopper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a five by five store, you could be in for an hour. I could because you never know what's going to be around the next corner. That's right. Um. So <clears throat> Heidi goes to Heidelberg. Um. Her family is very German yeah. and they love Germany and all things German and her grandmother is actually from Heidelberg um, and has arranged for her to stay with some friends. Yes. Uh, in a comic turn of events Heidi gets dropped off well before her turn and ends up hiking up hills with her suitcases mm -hmm. and a charming gentleman uh, finds her along the way and insists on helping her to the door and in a strange turn of events, is it our second? Well, it's our second Hallmark movie this year in which wayward traveler meets man and ends up staying in his house. Yeah, but I mean, is that really with one of these things all that like? No, I think it's more strange that it's happened twice in such a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. uh, but we, we we should specify it's because it's because it's his family. Yes. That she's staying with, and it's not just like she meets this guy. He's like, "Well, I'll just shack up with him." Right. This so is Hallmark, after all, not HBO. She's staying with a, and they're really they, quite a charming. They're German the quaintest. Family. They are. They so are quaint. just the quaintest German people, which is not a term you hear very often. Quaint German people. I mean, their house is gorgeous, <laughs> and they're they try to shove food inside of her. I mean, through her mouth. Without her, yeah, are in cardboard boxes with styrofoam penis. It's like I, I am sorry, 
I'm not much of a businessman, clearly. <laughs> um, but if you are going there and you are attempting to make a name for yourself, it's that old adage, you got to spend money to make money. Pay the money, and yes, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg, but yes. pay it through a respectable, named uh, shipping company to get your goods there and then make the money Seriously. back. Especially if you're probably, I would wager for 12 hand-painted ornaments, I would wager she's charging a couple hundred dollars. I don't know. They never say what she's charging. Yeah. I'm very curious because, of course, in all of these things, they try to paint these characters as, you know, the most Christmassy and Bob Cratchity of, of people that they just... They just want people to be happy with their candy canes or silver bells or pumpkin patches. You know, they never quite say, what exactly are you charging for this service? Right. So, <laughs> but since she has her display, she puts it on the, the tree display there. Mm -hmm. And apparently nobody steals things in Germany. Nope. Because she leaves <laughs> the display just home? alone. And she goes off and she leaves a QR code. So you can scan the QR code and order, pre-order your ornament sets. Which begs the question. This begs the question. If you could do that, why didn't you ship the uh, the display model, have one of them just set the thing up, and you could mail the shit from America? Well, then she wouldn't fall in love with the German guy. That's true. So, <laughs> so she spends you know, an accumulative of an hour at her Christmas stall and spends the rest of the time exploring Heidelberg with, with a handsome man. With Hans McHansen. Who is, who has taken over his dad's business. Furniture building? Yes, of course, because they always do that. Um, but of course his passion is making... Wood carving. Wood carvings. <laughs> because that's lucrative. Because that's what Fritz von Hansen really, really loves. Yes, so, um, so she's trying to talk him into pursuing his dream of just doing wood carvings. And, uh, he, I don't know what he's trying to do. Get into her, her pantaloons. He's trying to get into her lederhosen. Lederhosen. That's, that's about all he's, he's really trying to do and going, oh. I do wish I could I could make more of my wood carvings, but alas, I cannot. I do not wish to let my father down. Right, because yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I do enjoy though the this secret wish tradition, um, where you put a secret wish in the toe of your stocking, and uh, you do everything you can to try to make it come true mm. before. Yeah. Christmas Eve. I thought that was really sweet. Um, because, like, their wishes are things like, you know, giving back to the community and, you know, singing uh, Christmas carols and things like that. So, things that you could. Stuff that you really don't have to put that much effort into accomplishing. Right. But it was a, <laughs> it's a sweet idea. Nothing that takes any real effort, to be honest. So, uh, we've got. Uh, Heidi and I cannot remember I'm, his name. I'm just calling him Fritz von Hansen. Okay, we got Heidi and Fritz von Hansen, and they're going off on all their lovely German adventures. Mm -hmm. And it's honestly, actually, we've been mocking it a lot. Well, yeah. But it's honestly kind of a sweet story. It's it's cute enough. It's it's yeah. It's it's got you know 
all is lost moment. Where we wonder if Heidi is going to go back home and just give Heartbroken. up. Um, and then, you know, we've got lovely, lovely German scenery. It's, yeah, the, 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 the videography and the, you know, the location scout had a ball. Right. Like, is it's, it's every, gorgeous. Is every place in Germany just like stone and, and gates and loveliness? I mean, not every place. Okay, every time, every time. You're going to have to get over it. That's enough. Um, so, I, I do think that it is very charming, but it is the um, beginning for us of, of the, like we said, the tourist. Yeah. Uh, what did you call it? Um, films paid for by the Germany Bureau of Tourism. Well. Or fill in the, fill in the name here. Yes. It's like. Because the next three that are this one, the next one, and the one after this are all taking yeah. place in different locations. Very, very idyllic. Idyllic, that's terrible English. Um, but very beautiful. Specific touristy locations. Yes, that, that's basically screaming, come visit this. And I believe that the, one of the ones that we're going to review is specifically paid for by a tourist. I, I, I would imagine. Uh, so, um, so it does, you know, it does what it's supposed to do, which is make you want to go visit Heidelberg. Yeah, and like I said, like in in all honesty, it is a, a sweet little film. Like, there's nothing outwardly, you know, oh my God, you know, pull your hair out, you know, kind of uh, everything Christmassy. Uh, levels of irritating with it. It's it's pretty. Like like I said, the, the scenery is gorgeous. I always enjoy when they talk about different traditions. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that's nice. A little bit of education with my Hallmark movie. Um, I think it's one of the whitest uh, Hallmark movies we've watched. I'm 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 sorry. It's Germany, I, and I'm not. That's not a slam. It's Germany. That's where white people come from. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know how to help you with that. I would have liked more German food in the film. And um, I don't know. I just, it was, like, it was good. It was perfectly serviceable, perfectly enjoyable. I would probably watch it again in the background while wrapping Christmas presents or whatnot. Yeah. Um, but this feels more like a Christmas craft. Yes, movie. I could see that. Which, I, I have to bring this up, because this is something that I hadn't realized was bugging me, but we've had it in almost every one of these films. Um, people in Hallmark movies don't know how to ad-lib. Okay. And they don't know how to make non-scripted conversations not feel stilted and awkward. Because in every one of these, a lot, and especially I'm, I'm remembering the Christmas Island one, Okay. And this one, um, when they when they're doing the montage, okay, so her her painted ornaments arrive smashed naturally. Of course. And she they is. They just got so drunk. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, Germany is known for its beer. Uh, I mean, they went to Oktoberfest and damn. Anyway, um, and of course, that's our all is lost moment. Is she going back? And then she makes the startling discovery that if she takes the shards of glass, which nobody cuts themselves on these things. Nope, not a single person. 
and uses them to highlight Fritz von Hansom's wood carvings, she's created new garage sale teal art, right? So the so the entire family, in order to get the uh, to get these done in time to sell at the at the festival thing, the whole family chips in, and of course, we're like, yes, let's go! Hooray! We're having fun! Good job, Joe! Oh golly, this is a this is so awesome! You know, just and they did that in the uh, the Christmas Island one. All right, we're gonna answer letters. Oh boy, here we go! All right, oh look at that! <laughs> they don't know how to ad lib. Right. Without it sounding so awkward. Like you can almost <laughs> see it in the scripts. Like uh, person one says, "Oh boy." Person yeah. two says, "Good job." Person three says, "Do you think?" And you know, like yeah. it's it's so laid out. And even and it's 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 worse even like when they're doing like the non-verbal stuff because the music's playing and the kid, the people are smiling and pointing and yeah. You know, it's like if you ever if you've ever watched. Um, episodes of uh, Dragnet from the 60s, like Jack Webb and Henry Morgan, when they're speaking, they never move. They are two of the stiffest people you've ever seen. Oh. But whenever they are having to mime stuff over the voiceover, boy howdy are they flailing their arms and making huge gestures. It's so weird. And that's what this reminds me of. They are overacting so much in these unscripted moments because they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, I would say that they're like, and I don't know if that's a direction that they're given or if like they're just, it's just, you know, you're not getting the most experienced actors in a lot of these. No, or the best, let's be honest. Um, but I mean, also, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that's all of them. Like, well, have that conversation in the next episode yes. but um i think that you do have a lot of people who are not experienced necessarily in a montage situation. yeah yeah so so, so yeah. yeah all those montages do just come off very like like we'll see it in a lot of in a lot of these yes you know but that that's something that's just been bugging me about so many of these movies. well i want to say the most unrealistic part of this movie was the idea that of all of her customers not a single one was pissed off yeah. that instead of ornaments they got a mural yeah a, yeah a, yeah not one they're all like oh this is even better yeah yes <laughs> and they yeah they loved their mural which doesn't make any sense because it's not even it's like go into the store to buy oranges and you end up with cheese like, well, again, what I, what I loved about this is that, again, because they want all of these Hallmark heroines to be so selfless and all they care about is the holiday and all that, when they all get especially like, oh, I've disappointed all of my customers. Okay, they're going to be pissed off they didn't get what they paid for, but how many of them are going, well, kids, yeah. we, we had ordered the 12 Days of Christmas ornaments and they didn't come in. The holiday is canceled. I know. <laughs> All, like the, all the presents go Christmases. back. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Little Hans has to go to the orphanage because... <laughs> so, scenery was good. How'd you feel about costumes, set design? The costumes in these things are always very good. Yeah. Like, they're always very warm and very, you know... Cozy. Cozy. Uh, the, the solid color palette that yep. most of them use. You know what I have to wonder about a lot of these is, uh, 
especially the ones where they're traveling. How many winter coats are you taking with you on a European trip? That is true. Like... That's true. Like, they're coming in with, like, one little suitcase, and yet... Right. It's kind of like... It's it's like Elsa Lund in Casablanca. You're on the run from the Nazis, but you've got hat boxes right. galore. You have so many goddamn hats. Uh, <laughs> it's like... Yes, well, hats are very important when you're a fugitive. Yes. So... Stylish hats, too, not like... Uh, but yes, the clothing was really beautiful. And like I said, charming nice comforting it's like this movie is like drinking a cup of german hot chocolate and i felt like i think this is important i felt like the two leads had a decent chemistry they did like they they worked very well off each other i think one of the things that separates good hallmark movies from not good hallmark movies is the level of chemistry can you believe that these two people fell in love over the course of what amounts to five days right or you know give or take and i think they did it in such a way that it does feel natural they they felt like there was a natural spark yeah and uh so i i I appreciated that that. now you did have a major complaint about the ending of this yeah i (laughs) um because in the end we we get they tell us that she has been she has secured a booth for next year and the implication is that it's a joint booth with her and, and with Fritz, Fritz von Hansom yeah. Fritz von Hansom so um, so the, the implication is that they are going to have this booth together and keep selling their garage sale murals but explain your but problem but she's like they make no hint that they're going to try to stay together or that he's going to go back with her or that she's going to stay there with him or so, so you're just going to go away and come back in a year and go, I'm back. And like, he's going to be married and have three kids by then. Like, it, they kiss in front of the Christmas tree, but you're right. There's no real resolution yeah. to this. And, it tur- and like, them, him finding a girl was his parents' Christmas wish. Right. You know, so it's like, and like oh, it, it came through. It's like, did it? Or was this just a holiday booty call and... They're yeah. never going to see well, each other that's again. That's the problem with these traveling ones, right? Yeah. Is that there's not really a, like, uh, it reminds me of a TikTok we saw where basically it's, you know, what the missing scene from the Hallmark movie and it's the girl calling to say, oh, hey, yeah, I've decided I'm going to move here and live here now um, and be married to this guy. Um, because, like, how do you make this resolution? Like, we've got, we were in a long-distance relationship for yeah. three years, and we know how hard that is and how many of them fail. And you guys are going to make Germany to, what <laughs> was it, Chicago? Something work? like that. Like, it's... Uh, can we discuss this? Well, what made, it, what made it worse is that they set it up at the very beginning to basically say that all she basically had back home was her family. Right. Like, she quit her job. Yeah. There was nothing holding her there. Right. So she, you know, I'm not saying the woman has to move for the man, but I am saying that it's like, it would make, it would be very easy for her to relocate, and her family are so, 
you know, gung-ho German that they're like, they would have gone, yay, back yeah. to the Fatherland. Yeah. So, I don't, I, yeah, that, that did feel a little, like, open-ended. This is one that needed a one year later. It did. You know, to kind of go, oh, okay, they made it work. Like, you right. didn't need to... And, and, and I, I wouldn't be hounding on this so much, but that is all these movies are hanging their hats on. It's the happiness. It's the romance. Yeah. So you've got to believe that, you know, we want to believe that these people made it and made it work, you know. So if you don't give us that, you feel like you, it's, 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 it's Hallmark Blue Balls. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know how else to describe it. All right, so let's wrap it up, sir. How many candy canes are you giving this one? Uh, what are we doing out of five? I forget. One to five. One to five. Uh, this one comes down in uh, an even three. Okay. You know, it's it's a it's a three for it's it's not bad. It's not great. It's it's right there in between. It's if you if you want to watch it for the warmth, it's there. If you want to watch it to make fun of it, you can do that. If you want to watch it. Uh, you just need something holiday themed in the background. It's that. You know, it kind of fits all shoes. I'm going to go four. Really? I feel like this is a four candy cane Hallmark movie. Enjoyable, comforting, and warm. I'm not going to give it a this could be a cinematic masterpiece, but I think this is a solid, well-made outing. All right. Interesting. All right. All right. All right. So, there we go. So, thank you for coming along. Uh, we've got more of these bonus episodes coming up and a full episode, of course. So, uh, we got a lot to record, and that's what we're doing. So, thank you all for coming along with us, and we will see you next time. As always, drive safe, and we will see you at the movies. <laughs>